Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. From KQED Public Radio in San Francisco, I'm Mina Kim. Coming up on Forum, with partisan frenzy at fever pitch and a nation on edge, it feels as if the country's never been so ideologically divided. Americans are drawing political battle lines over everything, it seems, from mask wearing to ballot counting. But historians say Americans have always been deeply split on issues. On this election eve, we'll look at past instances of U.S. electoral and political strife to help understand our present moment. First, though, we'll check in with California Secretary of State on turnout, election safety, and what people should know about in-person voting. Join us. This is Barbara Leslie, president of the Oakland Port Commission. Oakland International Airport, OAK, is proud to bring you this podcast of KQED's Forum. When you're choosing your next adventure, the smart and convenient choice is to fly the East Bay Way from OAK to destinations across the USA and Mexico. And when you return home, tune in to KQED, always bringing us remarkable stories about who we are and where we live. Enjoy today's episode of Forum. This is Forum. I'm Mina Kim. A staggering 10.6 million voters in California have already returned their ballots in an election that's likely to break many records. Joining me now is Secretary of State Alex Padilla to talk about how voting is going in the Golden State. And you can always share your thoughts at KQED Forum on Twitter or Facebook or email us at forum at kqed.org. Welcome, Secretary Padilla. Uh, good morning, and thank you for having me. I got a little bit of an update for you. At the end of yesterday, we're up to uh, about 11.8 million ballots already having been returned in California. So the early voting continues to climb. We have that record registration that I know you're aware of, more than 22 million Californians on the rolls. Wow. And only two days left to get your ballot in. Today is the last day of early voting. And of course, tomorrow, we do expect lines. So we're encouraging people vote early uh, if you can or drop your ballot in the mail. Right. I mean, wow, more than 11 million ballots. And even with that massive number of ballots, you're saying that voters who want to vote in person today and tomorrow should expect some long lines? Uh, I do think so, because, uh, again, registration is way up. So with more than 11 million ballots already in, that's still more than 10 million voters that have not voted yet in uh, only two days left. Uh, In addition to that, voters who need to vote in person, It's going to be a little bit different this year, given the COVID-19 pandemic. Bring your masks, expect poll workers, outfit and PPE, hand sanitizer for everybody. But the additional step of uh, sanitizing the voting equipment before and after each voter. So if we have longer lines, you know, a couple more minutes per voter, 
you don't want to get caught in a long line uh, tomorrow evening. So best to get it done today if you can, or drop your ballot off uh, at any official ballot drop box or mailbox uh, convenient to you. Well, Secretary Padilla, the president has called for a, quote, army of poll watchers on Election Day. And as you know, he's cast out on the integrity of this election. What are you hearing in terms of this army of potential poll watchers? And what are steps that you've had to take with regard to voter safety that you really haven't had to take before? Right. The, uh, I mean, the relentless attacks on the integrity of our election by uh, this president has just made our job harder, you know, to constantly correct the record and remind voters of uh, the truth, uh, their safe and secure options for voting. Uh, and frankly, the Voters' Bill of Rights in California in state law, uh, we do allow for election observation, for example, but it has to be just that, simply observation. Anything that crosses the line into uh, intimidation or harassment of voters or any interference with the administration of the election is a violation of state law. You know, we have plans in place every election, but uh, sensitivities are much higher this go around. So know that state and local officials are, uh, uh, you know, being vigilant and prepared to respond to any incidents should they appear. You know, we've had a, a couple small issues here and there over the days of in-person early voting. But uh, for the most part, it's been uh, minimal. And uh, we hope it stays that way through tomorrow night. And if voters do want more information about what constitutes crossing the line, as you said earlier, I mean, where can they go? So two great resources for all voters in California. The first is our website, our uh, one-stop shop for elections information, uh, vote.ca.gov. Uh, we also have a voter hotline set up. Any voter in California that experiences any issues, uh, observes any issues, or simply has questions can call us at 1-800-345-VOTE. We've been hearing about how stores are boarding up windows or hiring more security. Uh, Beverly Hills is closing Rodeo Drive. And as you've alluded to, we do have a sitting president who has refused to commit to a peaceful transfer of power. And, you know, just this weekend thanked uh, supporters who swarmed a Biden-Harris campaign bus in Texas. How concerned are you about Election Day or post-election-related violence? And, and what steps are you taking? Yeah, and, and uh, you know that that question goes you know beyond the scope of just the administration of elections, yes. right? Our free and fair and secure elections are, are the foundation of our democracy. But you know, civil discourse in America is something that we all have a role to play in. So you know, when it comes to uh, uh, potential protests, uh, God forbid any any violence, you know, we uh, have to. Uh, be prepared to address those. Uh, hopefully it's a lot more hype than what will materialize over the yes. next couple of days. But whether it's city officials, county officials, you know, of course, state officials, we're being vigilant, we're monitoring social media, try to anticipate uh, any issues. Like I said, up until now, things have been uh, pretty minimal, and we hope it stays that way. I think a lot of people are also just curious about the status of the legal action that you've taken against the Republican Party for unauthorized drop boxes. Can you tell us where that's at? Uh, sure. And, and I can uh, remind folks as to why it was problematic. Uh, the Attorney General and I did send cease and desist orders to the Republican Party, not just for the removal of unauthorized ballot drop boxes, but uh, you know, requesting information to assess the potential impact to voters. Um, 
The good news is the Dropbox seems to have been removed, which is great news, but the investigation continues. It's actually uh, turned into subpoenas, which have turned into lawsuits. So the, the legal process continues, the investigation continues, and we continue to remind voters of, the, of their multiple safe and secure options for returning their vote-by-mail ballot, either through the Postal Service, uh, must be postmarked on or before Election Day, it can arrive after and still count, but it must be postmarked on time to any official ballot drop box, uh, or they can drop it off in person at any in-person voting location on or before election day. For the ultimate in peace of mind, go to vote.ca.gov, click on where's my ballot, and sign up to receive notifications on the status of your ballot, including confirmation when your ballot's been received and when it's been counted. Well, we began, Secretary Padilla, about talking about how this election is breaking records and, of course, the registration record, as you've already talked about. I mean, you've been the Secretary of State since 2014. You've been in office for more than 20 years. Can you just talk about uh, what you're seeing in this election that's unprecedented and what your hopes are for it as uh, this is election eve? Uh, oh my gosh! I mean, uh, there's so much that's unprecedented about 2020, uh, and of course the the election. Uh, and coming into the year, I, I, I think back to January uh, with so much excitement. People knew coming in how consequential this election would be the most important in a generation for so many issues that Californians care about, whether it's healthcare, climate change, uh, gun safety, uh, on and on and on. Uh, and that was before the impact of the COVID-19, right, from a health perspective and an economic perspective. That was before the summer of protests and demonstrations demanding the end of institutional racism. It seems like 2020 keeps giving us reasons to need to get out and vote. And despite the misinformation from the Oval Office, despite uh, COVID uh, and other threats, Californians are responding through engagement. Nobody's burying their heads in, the hand, in their sand. We're registering in record numbers. Early vote uh, has been record numbers. I'm still expecting a big uh, you know, turnout to today and tomorrow, which is why I'll say it again. You don't want to risk getting stuck in a long line. Get out there, vote early if you're going to vote in person or return your ballot through the Postal Service or an official Dropbox. California Secretary of State Alex Padilla, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Continue to stay safe. Thank you. You too. Joining me now is Guy Marzarotti, reporter and producer for KQED's California Politics and Government Desk. Hey, Guy. Hey, Mina. So, you know, what does all this early voting mean? We're hearing this incredible number, 11.8 million ballots already returned. What does it mean for the reporting of results once polls close on November 3rd? Well, the registrars that I've talked to here in the Bay Area say that it really means we're going to have a huge amount of results right after 8 o'clock p.m. when polls close. When the combination of a lot of early mail-in voting, the early voting that happened all weekend in the Bay Area means that, you know, some registrars expect turnout to be you know, already at 75% going into uh, election day. In some cases right now, Monday morning, we have turnout over 65% in some North Bay counties. So I think they're expecting a lot of uh, votes to be kind of banked and on hand. Remember, California is one of the states that allows processing of mail-in ballots before election day. So as mail-in ballots have come in, 
poll, uh, you know, election workers have prepared those ballots to be counted. So when eight o'clock hits, they can hit that tally button and we're going to have a significant amount of results in the Bay Area right after 8 p.m. So for people who did mail in their ballots early or drop them off early, it will likely be part of that first tally that's released when, quote, polls close. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that that initial tally is going to uh, really have the mail-in votes that came in largely throughout this month, uh, sorry, throughout last month in October. Um, some counties might include some of the in-person votes on Tuesday in those first counts, but definitely the, the majority of that is going to be those early mail-in votes. And we've been hearing that those early mail-in votes have been likely bo- voters, but has that changed some in the last week or so? It has. We've seen those trends uh, start to change. You know, at, at the beginning, you know, in October, it was really people in the likely voter universe, people who we're, you know, usually early voters anyway, and maybe just moved that process up a couple weeks and voted even earlier than usual. Now it's starting to line up a little bit more with the electorate. Um, we're, we have still seen this kind of bizarre switch of Republicans in California who used to be the early mail-in voters now switching to prefer in-person voting, later voting. I think you can correlate that to the president's rhetoric around vote by mail, um, to the switch of seeing Republicans in California want to vote in person now this year. Yes. Um, but we've, you know, that's that's definitely something we've seen is that the vote by mail universe is starting to line up more with the electorate as we get closer to Election Day. And Guy, I know you've been fielding a lot of frequently asked questions around the election. Yeah. Tell us what is one of the most common questions you're getting and the answer. Well, I think, you know, there's a lot of uh, concern about, you know, people who might be new to mail-in voting um, with this idea of your ballot getting rejected. We hear a lot of, you know, complaints, partisan complaints about vote by mail. Really, the the one that election officials worry about is, is this idea of rejected ballots. And largely those happen for two reasons. The biggest is that a ballot simply doesn't make it in on time. So that is, you know, people putting their mail-in ballot in a USPS mailbox too late on election day. It misses the collection. It doesn't get postmarked in time. So that's why election officials are basically saying right now, if you still haven't returned your mail-in ballot and you plan to, don't put it in a mailbox. Use a, uh, a county drop box or go into a voting location and drop it off there. Guy Marzarati, KQE's California Politics and Government Desk reporter and producer. Guy, thanks so much for talking with us. Thanks, Mina. All right, we'll be talking next about this moment that we're in and how it compares to other moments when the nation has felt this polarized, other moments in history. We'd love to get your thoughts on that, so stay with us. I'm Mina Kim. You're listening to Forum. This is Barbara Leslie, president of the Oakland Port Commission. Oakland International Airport, OAK, is proud to bring you this podcast of KQED's Forum. When you're choosing your next adventure, the smart and convenient choice is to fly the East Bay Way from OAK to destinations across the USA and Mexico. And when you return home, tune in to KQED, always bringing us remarkable stories about who we are and where we live. Enjoy today's episode of Forum. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. 
Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. A young correctional officer. He said it was the most dangerous prison in California. Forced to make a choice. Fulfill his oath or back his fellow officers. Recognize the badge of my office. I'm Suki Lewis. From KQED Podcasts comes On Our Watch Season 2, New Folsom. A story about who gets hurt when the system that promises to keep us safe is bent on protecting itself. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts.